Hey there, it's Elliot. Before we get to the episode, I want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so that you get alerts every time we post a new episode. And if you're enjoying the podcast, tell other people about it. We're really looking to help people understand how the role of the CCO is evolving. And if you can help us reach more people with that message, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks so much. The Fortune 500 list has been around since 1955. Of the 1,800 CEOs that have appeared on that list over the years, only 19 have been black, just barely 1%. The departure of Roger Ferguson from TIAA in March of this year leaves the current number of black CEOs on the Fortune list at four, not even making that anemic 1% mark. How can that even be? At last year's Page Annual Conference, we were fortunate to speak with Ron Williams, the former CEO at Aetna. Ron shared some of the lessons from his experience as a black CEO and what companies ought to be doing to ensure enterprise leadership is much more diverse. I'm Elliot Mizrahi, and this is The New CCO. I lived in a neighborhood that was virtually, uh, it was segregated. Uh, I didn't know anyone who had, uh, I knew one person who'd gone to college. The professionals that I came into contact with, you were a doctor, a lawyer, a minister, or a teacher. And that was it. Uh, for me, I joked that by the time I was 21, I had achieved everything I ever thought I, had, I would achieve. And it wasn't because I had done a lot. <laughs> it was because my horizon and perspectives were so, so limited. And I think that's one of the things I'm involved in very heavily is education. I think it's so important to, to extend the horizon and give people a much better view of their possibilities. We have to really hold CEOs accountable for producing results in this area, just as we hold them accountable for growing revenue, producing new products and innovation. And so it really is about accountability and the role of boards to really develop the kind of culture where diversity in all of its senses, whether it be people of color, women, LBGT, all of the issues that are really critical for a diverse organization. That approach informed Ron's leadership at Aetna. Well, the first thing that we did was I chaired the diversity council of the company. We had a chief diversity officer, but it was, in my mind, not a delegatable task. And so I made certain that when we talked about diversity, we talked about our recruitment, our training, our development. And we talked about our relationships with our consulting firms, our law firms, our investment bankers. You don't get to be the lead investment banker unless you're the junior investment banker. And so all of our professional services and suppliers and everyone was expected to be reflective of our values as an organization. And when you lead by example, it's really critical. The other thing I did was I would have people who would work directly for me, who were members of different diverse communities. Many of the women who work for me have gone on to be CEOs um, and uh, they were smart, capable women, but clearly they benefited from the exposure of how you run a major company top down. I think that um, many particularly large organizations rely upon informal networks Often when people who are new to the company apply for a position, that job's already been filled by someone who's yeah. been there quite some time. And the reality is people of color weren't in the organization 20 years ago or 30 years ago. So they are by definition not part of that network. It's really important to have a candidate slate that reflects diverse candidates. 
some you've built, some you get from other relationships, and search firms can be very effective in doing that. Ron's experience as a Black man reminds him that there is so much more work to be done to combat racism, not just overt and systemic racism, but also unconscious bias. Well, the minute I leave the corporate boardroom, I am another Black male in America. And I uh, remember that uh, shortly after becoming the CEO of Aetna, I was on my way to Washington to meet with the president to discuss health care reform. And we were flying private, so we went to signature flight support. And we pulled in. There was a bus waiting for us. I said, I'm going to run inside to the restroom. And as I was going through the, through the door, a young man was standing there, and he asked me, where was I going? And I said, inside. And he said, uh, well, the driver's restroom is around the side. And I looked at him and I said, why do you think I am a driver? The gentleman next to me has a baseball cap on backwards and a backpack. I'm in a suit, a tie, and a coat. And what is it about me that makes you think I don't belong here? And this gentleman, he was clearly not overtly what you would consider a racist individual, all of his life experiences told him I didn't fit the picture. Ron is the author of Learning to Lead and is now the CEO and chairman of RW2 Enterprises. If you enjoyed today's episode of The New CCO, be sure to check out our latest episodes and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, leave us a rating and a review. We want to hear what you think so that we can keep making this podcast more interesting and valuable to you. To find out more about what's happening at Page, please visit us at page.org. Special thanks go to Morning Consult and to Rivet Smart Audio, our podcast sponsors. Without their support, we wouldn't be able to bring this podcast to you. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the new CCO.